Are you feeling stuck, lost, tired, or uninspired? We've all been there, including myself. I'm Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. I'm here to tell you that the best, unapologetic, and limitless version of yourself is yet to come. The Born Unbreakable podcast is here to inspire just that. With motivating guests from all different walks of life and around the world, their stories will empower you to unlock abundance and your unbreakable spirit. Do you need accountability? Reach out to me for a free consultation of how I can support you in reaching your maximum potential. This episode is brought to you by Sherpa Way Marketing. Are you a business looking to gain greater visibility online through search engine optimized content? Maybe you need effective ad campaigns to kickstart or bolster traffic to your website. Sherpa Way Marketing has seasoned experts that are bilingual in English and Spanish. Let them take the guesswork away and enhance your brand positioning with their comprehensive marketing services. Go to SherpaWayMarketing.com. That's S-H-E-R-P-A-W-A-Y marketing.com to schedule your free 45-minute consultation today. Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast. We are officially in spring. I was just telling my incredible guest, who we'll get to hear more from in just a moment, Mark Smith, that it the season has changed. And it is this metaphorical thing about life is that while the seasons change, we as individuals and people and communities change and grow and the world, you know, is changing all around us. So I'm excited today to really dig into the topic of purpose and growth and leaving a legacy. And I have no better person here today than to dig into that. So Mark, as I mentioned, is my guest. He's served in a multitude of roles, so I won't highlight them all, but just to name one of the recent ones, he was vice president of the MACCA, which is the Mid-Atlantic Career Counseling Association. He's actually in Baltimore, Maryland right now. So we're having this, uh, nationwide, you know, kind of conversation as, as those of you who've listened to me know that I've ventured to different parts of the West Coast and I was in California. Now I'm in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, Mark has also worked previously in the Department of Labor. Uh, he's an alumni of Ohio State University represent Ohio. Got a lot of a lot of folks who love the sports and everything that comes out of that wonderful place. I've I've personally worked there myself, so have a beautiful appreciation for all things Ohio. And one of the things I'm most excited about from Mark is his podcast that's called The Process. So that your first assignment is to go and look up the process wherever you listen to podcasts. And he really offers insights into how we go through the storms of life. And so we'll talk more about the process today. And one of the things I was most excited about is a, is a quote um, that Mark lives by, which is change begins and ends within. And I think that's beautiful. Um, and so, Mark, I just want to thank you and welcome you to the show today. Thank you. It's a pleasure, pleasure to be here. You know, you mentioned the weather. Now, two days ago here in the Maryland area, it was 80 degrees. Now we're in the 40s. Raining, cold. Uh, I got the, the jacket on. It's even cold in the house. So, <laughs> But you know what? It's still warming my heart and my spirit. So that's all that matters. That is right. I I was telling Mark that I did some traveling this week. So I, I made my way through Salt Lake City, through Denver, Colorado. Uh, I was in Memphis, Tennessee for some work, turned back around and was in Dallas. And there was, there was sun, there was rain, there was some snow, there was some wind. Yet, you know, we, we make it through the storms, like legitimately, figuratively, literally. And so, you know, all, all of that is actually a reminder of our resilience. Uh, you know, the, the weather is kind of a, an, a, um, an analogy, you know, to life. So I, I, I certainly appreciate, you know, being able to, to go through that and, and travel through different places. But Mark, you know, before I dive into some of the, the deep questions around purpose and 
and and all the good things we'll get into. I'd love for you to start with your personal story. You know, talk talk yeah. to me about how the the journey of Mark from you know what got you passionate to to be of service to to people and purpose. Um, how did you get into this space? You know, I always like to say this. Um, I, well, I used to say that this line of work that I'm doing now, which is, um, I like to say transformational versus versus transactional uh, conversations. Uh, it started a long time ago. Um, I'm a former athlete. So I, you know, was always around sports. Um, you, you're around individuals who are pushing for the same goal and that's to win or, or at least be the best that they can be at all times. So um, going back to my years of high school, I was always called upon to, to kind of motivate the, the other individuals who were on the on the team and i, I kind of was was at, at odds with coach why me why me why do you want me to do this i'm just a normal guy with with no nothing different you know he said because mark i see greatness in you that you don't see in yourself so i mean i, I took that on the chin continued on with, with my life and that had kind of been the the unspoken words that have had spoken to me from the time that i actually went back and, and revisited some things and of, um, which I'm sure we're going to talk about when we talk about legacy with some of the individuals who impacted my life from, from the beginning. They saw things in me that I couldn't see, or I, I'm going to say that I refused to see, that I accepted to see that was within myself because I chose, again, that word chose, to, to do just enough. And we all know that enough is not enough, or, or good is not good if, if, if better can be best. So I had to learn that, and I learned that the hard way from um, being passed over opportunities repeatedly, which I wrote about in, in the process, to um, losing to, to a failed marriage, which was, again, 50% my fault. I don't say that she was 100% responsible for it, to understanding the value of love, life, and happiness over the course of my period of time. And I also chronicle a lot, uh, Coach Des, about um, taking 40 years of my life to actually having uh, a not sleeping well. And by not sleeping well, I mean exercising and trying to remove those demons of things that I had going on in my life that I just didn't close the door uh, and, and throw them out and let them go. I was holding on to things that shouldn't be. So the evolution of Mark is a um, continuous work in progress. But every day I find that I can leave an individual bitter or I can leave an individual better. So my choice is to leave them better every time I have a conversation with them to let them know that it's okay. It's okay to fall short sometimes, but let me ask the question, what are you going to do the next time? Have you learned something from this particular situation? Didn't say problem. I said situation because we all are going to get through no matter what it is. May not be the way we like it, but we're going to get through it. If we're listening, if we can hear, we can see, we, we got through it. it. Again, it's just not the way that we liked it. So that is um, kind of how this all started to kind of like they stir in the pot. Get that pot nice and hot. Just how it all oh, started yeah. before before it started to explode to what I started writing in 2018 called the process. Wow, that cauldron is just in the making for you to build the process. And I'm listening to you talk, and I'm thinking about something so important you said, which is this concept of letting go. Mm -hmm. I think the the further maturity we go on in life, the more experiences we. we <laughs> We build, we grow, uh, but that can stick with us. And there are remnants, I'll call them remnants, of things for better or for worse that stay with us that we need to go through a process mm -hmm. to figure out how to let go, how to heal, how to grow, how to move forward, you know, and, and how much of our time is spent on looking backwards versus looking forward and and i think we get caught there is this this place that we get caught in and you have to make a decision about you know how much longer you look in the rearview mirror before you crash because you're not paying attention to what's in front of you which is the possibility which is the future which is hope and which is the opportunity to learn from those things that we're we're staring back at um, of the past so i i appreciate you being vulnerable to talk to say you know divorce and things that, you know, there could be people listening and cringing, you know, as they, th they reflect on their own relationships or their own, uh, you know, breakups, 
um, and things of that nature. And I, I am right there with you because I've been in that boat, you know, more, more than one occasion. So um, I appreciate you sharing that. But take me to 2018. Wow. What was the catalyst? What was the catalyst for the, for, for the process? I think I go back and look at um, two, two major things that happened and both of them become, became centered around the world, the word acceptance. The first acceptance came because um, I always tell the story when I have conversation about one of them. Let me back, let me back up. I'm going to start with this. I have a tagline that I always say at the end of any one of my messages, and that is your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. Now, let me give you some credence to that. Back in 2002, um, I lost my father. I lost my father to a, a, a tough battle with prostate cancer. And everybody that knows me knows that my father and I had some rough times going, uh, a conversation. And I take onus of a lot of it because, again, being a former athlete, being an only child, you know, you thought your own poop didn't stink sometimes. But there's only one man in that house, and that was him. But I did, you know, I, I was foolish enough. And, and we have to call it the way it is. I was foolish enough not to accept that as that being the case. And we had some rough times, but later on in life, he became my best friend. Um, we There wasn't anything that we didn't do together. We talked, you know, the last couple of years before he passed away. I mean, we had a conversation on the phone every single day about something. He was in Ohio. At that time, I was in Arizona. And every uh, every um, uh, October, which was his birthday, he would come to come to Arizona. We'd get on the plane. We'd go to Vegas. My treat, we'd have a ball I mean, every year for a couple of years until he passed away. So in 2000, from, from 2002 to 2018, it became a rough time for me. And it became a rough time for me because, it, one, I was angry. I was angry at, 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 I was angry at God. I was angry at, at, at uh, myself. I was angry at a whole lot of things because I felt that he shouldn't have done this to, to take this prized possession, what I call a possession, from me at that particular time. And to add, it, uh, add insult to injury, when he died in, in 2002, he died on November 19th. November 19th is my birthday. I was born in November 19th, 1964. So it took me 16 years to, to, to I want to say, come to an understanding or that word, accept that there was a, a true meaning behind what happened there or, or, or my growth process from, from that point to there. So um, that was one. The second thing that happened in December of that year in 2018 is that I had been working in post-secondary education. I've been working there for 15 years from a regional director to a admissions manager to a regional trainer, all those glorified titles in, in the admissions field. And one day I remember my campus president coming to me and telling me, hey, Mark, I need to see you in my office. And like any of us, we all thinking, what the heck did I do? <laughs> so you so you march in that office, you know, worried, stressed, stressed out. And we close the door and he tells us that they're closing the building. They're closing the campus that that day, not in a week, not in a month, but that day. So I'm dealing with the fact that I'm finally understanding um, what job loss is because I've never lost a job in my life. I've quit jobs. Jobs didn't quit me. And then now that I have that time off from work, right around Christmas of 2018, I'm understanding, I'm trying to gravitate again. Here goes another year with my father, or minus my father. And all of a sudden it, it hit me and I said, wait a minute, Mark, what is the message that has been knocking on your door for 16 years? Better yet, why haven't you accepted this message? The message was that gradual there's always going to be a gradual reminder that obstacles will test hope, growth. Everything that you go through is, is a reason for it to impact you and to make you better. An obstacle is an opportunity for you to really understand who you are, should you choose to take that time to, to understand who you are. I've given you 16 years to, to really manifest and think about where you are in your life and what you needed to do. You made some strides, but you're still some things in that heavy bag of life that you need to, to put away and get rid of. And the one was accepting my father's passing as being honored and blessed that the day that the day that my father, the day that I was born was the day that, that God chose to take my father home. That's a blessing. That is truly a blessing. Not many people can say that. 
So Mark, you're honored, you're highly favored and blessed to have that day of significance of life and life. Secondly, you, when you don't realize that the, the, them closing their doors on you gave you the opportunity to pursue a passion that you always have done, period. You've always motivated people. You've always been able to get people inspired about your messages and your stories. You've always been able to, to collectively infect people with positivity. Now I'm challenging you to do it at another level. Play, or as we say, playtime is over. It's time to get in the game and make things happen. And from that point on, I sat down and said, it's something needs to change. I need to chronicle messages, chronicle things in a way that other individuals can receive them. They can revolve around them. They can pick them out, choose them, put them on a put them on a plate and serve them the way that they feel is applicable in their life. And I came up with the process and said, hey, let's do it different. Let's do it with acronyms to make it stick to people and stick inside their heart. And that's how it started. That is incredible. And I think there's so much power in just sitting for a minute and embracing the word acceptance. Mm -hmm. It's it's not an easy one mm -hmm. to sit and digest when the magnitude of what you're talking about feels so great. Mm -hmm. Death, life, experiences, you know, in between. Uh, there, that for some reason, I don't think there was a coincidence, you know, in the, in the date, no, you know, Never. with the timing of your, of your father's passing. And there was an, uh, the word that I thought of when you were talking was epiphany. Mm -hmm. There was this awakening, you know, that happened as you're put, putting all these puzzle pieces together of something that was so, you know, big like your father's passing but then you know also the loss of a job was the birth of a new beginning mm -hmm. and that's there there's there's so much growth in 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 that and that that's the definition of growth <laughs> is is be having a blank canvas mm -hmm. for you to draw on and so now it's been almost four years of of you building the stories, the experience, the process. Mm -hmm. So what has that been like now, you know, over the course of these four years, what, what does that look like for the process? It's been amazing. It really has been. It's like a, um, like looking at a, a, a newborn baby and seeing that baby just smile and look at you. It's what I feel like when I have an opportunity to, del to deliver a message, to when I get done writing a message to and then reading it back and going through and reciting it and then getting on and recording it and then getting the feedback. It's just, it, it, it's a feeling of, of euphoria, but it's something that has been called on to do. And I remember my wife asked me right after I, because she, again, I give her um, so much credit for, for um, being one, being sticking by my side through the, the 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 tough times, but also being a constant motivator about a, a message that I write. Um, I, one of the first ones that I wrote was was I talked about pride, and I think that a lot of us, especially, and I can speak from, from. I mean, I know it goes with men and women. I can only speak from a man's point of view. And I know a lot of times we feel as though that we can't open up to a woman and express how we feel. So mm -hmm. when I started thinking about that in 2018, I said, one of my messages, I'm going to write on pride. And I said that pride stands for please remember ignorance destroys everything. Please remember ignorance Thank you. destroys everything. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, there are ladies and men, you know, listening to this and maybe having different reactions to what you just said. But th this is real. Pride, mm -hmm. ego is, is a real thing in personal relationships for men and professional ones. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you, have to, you have to sit and evaluate how that shows up and how you show up um, to, to be able to have that most authentic, vulnerable self mm -hmm. because uh, oftentimes that gets pushed down 
mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and for a lot of different reasons, the, mm-hmm. the cultural norms, mm-hmm. society, whether you're in the United States or outside of it, and, and especially in other countries that are masculine driven, mm-hmm. um, whether whatever viewpoint you're, you're looking at that from, whether it's financial, economic, religious there there is an there is a, an expectation mm-hmm. whether it's spoken or unspoken about how males show up mm-hmm. with their pride mm-hmm. so what what else you know if you if you're if there's a man listening right now and they're you know nodding their head about yeah i can't you know don't want to talk about that with my wife or don't want to talk about feelings or my partner or my colleagues or my kids what what would you tell them about pride i would tell you it it can it can make or break a relationship it truly can it it is it is if you the the biggest word in any time in any environment whether it's whether it's uh, our line of work whether it's as you're the ceo whether you're cfo whether you're an individual who's on the assembly line the biggest and most powerful word is called communication it's communication because without communication you have nothing you have zero so if you are concerned if you have some some issues that need to be taken care of if you have i use the word or 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 when i teach or or train i use the word and i say i seek clarification over confrontation clarification over confrontation if i can only and that's where the pride comes in because please remember ignorance destroys everything if i don't ask if i don't know then how can i have clarity to move forward and accept who i am and where i'm chosen to be and the fact of the matter is most of our dream and sadly sadly most of our dreams are usually influenced by the world by the world but our purpose is owning everything about who we are and who we are is who who we're designed to be where we are uniquely created there's only one of a kind and and we we thwart ourselves from living our best life by pride sometimes however however you need we need to all get over that aspect of it and try and find a way to where we can i use the word adage as well hungry but humble remain we remain hungry but we also remain humble in everything that we do so we have our eyes open the blinders are off and we are able to move into different levels in, in life the way we need to need to move oh, being humbled is a also a process right, yeah. right? that that everybody has to go through well and there's the admitting when you're wrong mm-hmm. admitting when you've made a mistake and also being honest that you've you've evolved and have changed your view Mm-hmm. on something you know sometimes the old version of how we look at something doesn't serve the new version of who we've become today Absolutely. and 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 reconciling that is not always a simple process it feels complex mm-hmm. to even get get with it for ourselves and be mm-hmm. able to articulate that to someone else to say you know i've changed mm-hmm. i've evolved and here's why and here's how mm-hmm. and so i would i would love to ask you about purpose Mm. This is something I think we all as human beings can struggle with because when we wake up in the morning, sometimes we don't want to, we don't want to press on. Mm. We want to stay in bed and just not deal Mm. (laughs) with all the things Mm. that are in front of us, whether Mm. it's our families, uh, whether it's our friendships, whether it's business, or or the disappointments mm-hmm. that we that we want that we have to work through in order to get to where we want to be and to become the best versions of ourselves so what would you say about purpose wow i would say that i'm gonna start it with this change is hard at first it's messy in the middle but it's rewarding in the end let me go back <laughs> your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. Every single day, we are battling. We are battling, and, and the 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 most important battle, and the, where the battle is lies all the time, is right between our eyes or right between our, our ears. That is where it is. And there are days when you know I can speak of going back, looking at looking in my rearview mirror, that there were days that I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to get up. Days to where I just like you know just take me. Take me out of here. I can't deal with this anymore. The pressure. But I always reached down. I always said that if you brought me this far, 
there's more for me to go. And I encourage everybody to think about that, even though when you feel that you rock bottom is a pretty daggone good foundation for you to step up. It is a pretty good foundation for you to look up and go forward. So it's tough. A lot of times it's really tough when you see no end. You see you feel as though the whole world and everything's crashing down on you. I would just encourage you to one seek resources okay there's all there should be some resources in your particular area and or if not call me <laughs> call me i definitely i definitely will have some words of encouragement for you to keep you you know to keep you going and keep you positive and get your mind redirected to another level secondly you have all of us have a something to push forward for we just have not accepted use that word at the very beginning accepted what that what that is and what that's for and i think a lot of times when we go back and we look at our lives over the course of the time we will find that the majority of the time there have been brightening bright and shining moments in each step in each uh, uh session of our lives we have to go back and revisit that not everybody's life has always been sad and negative and again i've been there done that got the t-shirt i've been there i understand <laughs> <laughs> I got the t-shirt, got a couple t-shirts, hoodies, ball caps, the whole nine yards. I got it. I got it. But I, again, I would just encourage everybody to make sure that you are embracing and asking yourself the question, who am I? I wrote, I wrote a, a, um, an acronym and I entitled it um, GLOW. And I thought about what does it take for me to have that glow every single day? And it starts in my mirror. And I'm, I'm a unique breed. I get up at 4.30 every morning, seven days a week, 4.30. I need that time to, to work out. I need that time to get my head uh, mentally prepared for the day. So you can't get me off my square. You, you 40 years ago, you could. Not today. You're not going to get me there because I know that I'm, I'm designed to help somebody else get to the next level. Just we all are designed to help somebody get to the next level. So I said, after I look at my mirror, I need to be able to walk out that door or jump on a Zoom call or get on the phone and exhibit gratitude living others will witness. That's glow. Gratitude living. I used the word to say it before, but a few minutes ago, hungry but humble. Hungry but humble. I need to basically infectiously let you know that, hey, it's okay. It's okay to, to be to feel bad. It, it doesn't make you a bad person. We all go through it. But guess what? You are designed. I use the word purpose. Purpose is not a platform. Purpose is who you are. You are purpose. You are built, constructed, designed, uh, uh, made in the image to do something great every single day. You have to mm -mm, accept it, <laughs> accept it, and agree that that's what you're charged to do in your life. And always remember that somebody's watching you. Somebody's watching you. So you can and will get through it no matter what it is. Wow. You are purpose. It's not just about a purpose. You are purpose. That that is such a profound way to talk about purpose because we, you know, one of the other things I'm acknowledging is we do wake up and make choices. Mm -hmm. Waking up and getting your mind in the right headspace to lean into your purpose is a huge part of the process. You know, is mm -hmm. taking the time for you physically, mentally, spiritually mm -hmm. before you go and start filling other people's cups up. Mm -hmm. You have filling to. up your cup. You have to. I use the adage, and I mean, you can testify to this. You just got off an airplane, right? So the, oh. the, the, the stewardess, the, uh, the, the stewardess, uh, a flight attendant said what when you, when you got in. After they closed the cabin doors, they said, if oxygen pressure should drop and yeah. the oxygen mask should fall, you take that and put it over yourself first. Then yeah. if you're traveling with a child or someone needs help, you blow in and put it on somebody else. How can we effectively help other people if we don't have our own oxygen? If we're not full of, of, of the, the things that we need to have, I talk a lot about the difference between the, our surroundings, our people that we surround ourselves with. Do mm -hmm. I always ask the question when I when I have a conversation? I ask them point blank: Do you have a circle or a cage? Oh, Mark, you're speaking <laughs> to him right now. You're speaking to him. You said, "Do you have a circle or do you have a cage?" Do you have a cage? That's have a, a T-shirt. Yeah. Do you have That's a cage? That's a T-shirt. <laughs> 
Do you have a circle? Do you have a cage? Because again, if you are the smartest person in the bunch and everybody keeps coming to you, guess what? You, you, you're not, you're never going to get to the levels that you truly, that you truly need to get because oh you're spending gosh. so much energy on somebody else. They can, you can't grow. How can you grow when you're exhausting everything that you have? So it's time to change your circle. It's time to drop the mic, Mike. <laughs> drop the mic. So I have to, I have to, and this is, this is, this is what I think is so serendipitous. And I do believe in the power of the universe and how people come together at the right time to emphasize, you know, more, more beauty in the world. Mm -hmm. So this morning, I kid you not, this is the truth. I have my notes right here. I'm going to bust them out just to prove it. <laughs> okay. Every Wednesday morning, I am in a mastermind mm -hmm. and it's at 5.30 a.m., so you see, you would be able to join because you wake up at 4.30 a.m. So you would be ready. You would be primed and ready. But it's entrepreneurs, you know, we're from all around the, the country. And the purpose is to be accountable to who we are, what we say, how we want to show up. You know, we share our wins. We share how we take back our power. We, you know, are in support of each other's goals. And, you know, one of the big things that we discussed as our, thing to think about as we walked away from the group was how we're designing our peer group mm. is it by default meaning those those are the people that are around you who we who we love mm -hmm. so don't get it twisted it's not we're not saying that they're not lovely people or are we designing it on purpose mm -hmm. and and there is this distinction of are are the people around you elevating you or are you always doing the the elevating mm -hmm. are you spending more time talking or are mm -hmm. you spending more time listening mm -hmm. and there there is a there is a a balance in that mm -hmm. because there's there's a lot that comes from teaching and sharing and all of that but if you don't spend time as a student which I believe we're a student of life. So you are always a student forever. Mm -hmm. There isn't a time when you, you don't sit in that seat, or at least I, I don't believe that personally. Um, then are, are you learning mm -hmm. and are you growing? So that was the exact conversation mm -hmm. that just a few hours ago I was engaging in. And you're here speaking right now about whether or not we have a circle or a cage. That's right. And that's so, that's so powerful. And I, I admit it. I had for many, many years, I had a cage. I cared what people thought. I did. I, I tried to appease, you know, um, um, family members. I tried to appease friends. I tried to appease colleagues. I tried to appease everybody just to get them to like Mark. And, and, and Mark didn't know who Mark was. And it took, it, it took that time for me to really break down and think about who I am, what I am, and what I'm, what I'm truly designed to be. My purpose. I am purpose to get back to where I needed to be. So I had to, a couple of things that, that, that jumped off when I, when I wrote this message. I said, first thing I wanted to do is I wanted to create something. I wanted to design a, uh, a, a memory when everybody um, hears what I have to say. And the first thing that came to mind was, okay, your logo. And you can see it in the back of it. There's two, there's two lions with TP inside of it, which is the process. And I was first, when I first uh, had a design, they said, what do you, you know, lions, why, why lions? Um, that, could that be considered aggressive or challenging? And I'm like, no, if that is, you see a father and you see a cub and that's knowledge speaks and wisdom listens. A lot of times we, we, you just talked about it right there. When we talked about sometimes it's, it's, it's good to be quiet and listen. So it's time to take back some of the things that, that we need to do. We should always be listening more. I, I, I go through hours of listening to, to different podcasts, listen to different speakers, to listen to, to different things before I even pick up a pen or before I think about writing just to get inspired. Because again, I want to be better every day and I can't be better if I don't absorb and learn. I can't. I can't. I, I, I say comfort is a casualty of growth. What happened to me in 2018 when I lost my job, I was comfortable. Every day, every 
day that we go through life and we wonder why things occur the way they occur, it's because we become comfortable. And it is a casualty of growth. We become complacent. We become stagnant. We become uh, not appre- not appreciative of mm. things, the simple things that, that happen in our life. And, you know, I always, I believe, I truly believe that, you know, we, we just talked about change for a second ago. And I, I, when I get these men and women in these workshops, I ask them, I said, why are you here? And they'll tell me, I'm here for, for this, that, and the other. I said, number one, are you, let me ask you a question. I said, are you here truly to change? Or have you really realized that the, the, the where you are right now, you're not happy with? Is that it? And they're like, yeah, I'm really not happy to happy with. It. I said, great. I understand that because most people don't change to the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. Mm. They don't. Mm. They, they don't. So which which adds to my thing. Comfort is a casualty of growth. It's you so can, cozy. Yeah. Just right there in your little cozy corner with your blanket in your comfort. And that's it's easy to stay there. Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. easy. The biggest thing in what you're saying is when you do, your results will also stay there. That's right. That's right. And had it not been for me, them letting me go in 2018, had it not been for my failed relationship, I would not know what truly what love is truly about. Had it not been for my father passing away, had it not been for me being being uh, uh, cut as a sophomore in college to I mean high school to be a a high school all American at the end of the day, had not these things happened all through my life, had I not lost the job, was it with, or, or had I not decided to to relinquish my title with with Maca uh, vice as vice president, I had it not been for the fact that I had to relinquish my title with the Department of Labor, I would not be able to affect all these men and women in Baltimore and in Washington, D.C. on a daily basis doing something that I love and I see it changing a legacy. That brings me to my next, <laughs> my next point. You're, you're, you are right on. You are, we are, this we're here. We're we are here. right here. <laughs> we are here. Mark, all the, the changing of the seasons and the culmination of everything that we're talking about. What, what does it mean to you to leave a legacy? I wrote legacy stands for leaders exemplify greatness among choices over the years. So I go back and I think of everybody, man and woman, who have affected me in my life from, you know, I, I chronicled and I wrote in, in my um, I, I finished a series not too long ago called Procrastination, the Thief of Time. Imagine that. And, and the, the final message in that series was called Legacy. So I talked about my high school or my little league football coach, John Mollison. John Mollison actually um eight years old playing for this man. And this man wasn't concerned about blocking and tackling. He wasn't concerned about X's and O's. He was concerned about teaching young men how to be uh, 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 great fathers when they, when they have children, how to teach, teach young boys how to do great things in your own community, how to never let an elderly woman not walk across the street by herself, how to always carry their groceries. These are things that, that he's coaching for free but he's instilling wisdom and knowledge into young men at eight years old. I talk about my very first job, <laughs> which is, which I, this carries so much uh, weight in who I am and what I do now. My very first job, I worked for an organization called Youth Conservation Corps. And we were assigned, it was eight of us, and you had to get picked. So, uh, and who would really want to get picked to go out in the woods and dig uh, walking trails? Who wanted, who was signed up to get picked to do that at 12, 13 years old? But but Mr. Mr. Thomas was my, my first boss and he was rough on us. And he wasn't rough on us because he wanted us to um to be mean. He was rough on us because he wanted to teach us work ethic. And I go back and think about doing that. We had two shovels, a pickaxe, a wheelbarrow, and a tarp. And we had to clear and make a path, walking trails for two miles in through a brush. And I think about that, that that's what we've done in life. 
We had to go in and we have to clear things out inside of our life every single day with the tools that we were God, God has given us. So we have to use our mind, our, our, our intellect to get rid of the things, the trash, the debris, all the things that we're clearing a path to where we get to where we, we truly want to be. Two miles is a lot, but our lives are a lot. So these are these are individuals that that affected me to to the man that I am today to my high school principal who she told us that on time means you're late. Oh. Dress for the, dress for the job that you want, not for the job that you have. Oh my gosh! Be respectful at all times wherever you go because ABR always be ready. You never know when your time is going to come to be at that have that opportunity. So you never take it it, it for granted. She introduced the word poor, passing over opportunity repeatedly. So come on. These are these are in this that is legacy. These, these are individuals who have who have created standards, standards of things that, of how we can take and apply. And they've applied in every area of my life. And I go back and I talk a lot about them because these are unsung heroes. Mm -hmm. These are individuals that unless you were around them, You'd never get these messages, but these messages are taught every single day. We just need to take the blinders off. We need to em embellish the people, uh, em embellish the people that are in our circle, not our cage, and listen to what they have to say, and, and able to take our lives to the next level. That's legacy. That's legacy. That's legacy. That <laughs> is legacy. That is that is really really good, and you're right because the weeds and the debris and the leaves and the you know balls of uh hay they're they're there right that's what mm -hmm. happens they stir up they get in your way mm -hmm. and in order for you to have stay on course with your purpose mm -hmm. and have alignment you have to have a clear path that's right that's right that's and and it's not a one-time deal. No, the thing that, that he found. It's not like you do a, a deep cleaning in the spring, and then it, there isn't that stuff that shows up again that you have to continue to clear that path. Those weeds so, come back. Those weeds come back. Um, <laughs> those, those weeds come back. Um, but again, but if you notice when they come back, they come back smaller than they did before, because mm -hmm. you know you know you and know you, you see them yep. because you're paying attention. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right? So it, it, things change. And, and I, you know, one of the things that I appreciate so much about everything that you've just said about legacy are those influencers. Mm -hmm. Because we all have them in our lives. And when we think about who they are, that, that is such a deep impact on us individually. Mm -hmm. Those are the teachers. You know, those are the, the sage grandparents mm -hmm. that said things that didn't quite make sense when they said them. And years later, you're sitting there basking in the words that were spoken. And, and there's so many moments like that. And mm -hmm. for us to be able to embrace that and carry those things forward is absolutely legacy. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, such a beautiful reminder for anybody listening to reflect on mm -hmm. now I'm, I'm finishing I'm, I'm in the middle of a series right now that i'm i'm writing and have um released a couple episodes on and coincidentally it's called if i only knew then what i know now so it takes a deep dive and reflection of a lot of things that and, and of course i'm using acronyms with them taking a deep dive into a lot of stories i mean i talk about a story that when i was 14 years old and um, I was in charge of my little cousin on a Greyhound bus going from Columbus, Ohio to Charlotte, North Carolina, and how he got lost and how I had to go find him and, and just the, the, the highs and lows and navigating through something else that we all go through, uh, a storm, a true storm on the bus. And but how that equated to how that equates to my life and how I was adapting over a storm that you know, the bus kept going. Bus driver didn't stop. Oh, the train we, will leave the station with or without you. With Just without know that. It always it will. will. Leave with or without you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> always will. Nobody but, else but, is going to catch that train. <laughs> but, but but again, it, it it continued to push through. Just like sometimes we stop in the storm and don't push through. 
So these are so many different messages of things that, that have occurred, simple things in, in my life that I go back and look at and say, that's that's a teachable moment. I just didn't get it. That was a teachable moment. I didn't I didn't gravitate to it. But but it, I become again, I become so inclined to discuss those and talk about those and let people see that there is an it may not be the answer for your specific situation, but you can still understand that there's a concept that still meets what you're going through at that time. And it's, this concept still all boils down to to something that's simplistic. See, I, I people look at, in amazement when I say, you know, life is simplistic. It really is. It's designed to be simplistic. It truly has been. We complicate it. There it is. We've added that stuff to that heavy bag. Mm. We continue to compound it, compound it, compound it, and compound it. I tell a story about uh, my wife going to Macy's one time, and I'm in the mall, just people watching, getting ready to go home to write for a, a show. And she comes out of Macy's with two funny looking bags. And she comes home and asks me, well, she, when she comes out the store, asks me what's in the bag. And she tells me, we'll see later. You'll see later. So when we get home, she says, you want to see what's in those bags? And I did. And she has two bags that I keep. One says today and one says tomorrow. And she, and that's when I, I refer to that as light bag and heavy bag sometimes, because she says all the, all the, of the goofiness, the madness in the world, anything that you get, then the email that you're not happy with before you did, before you escalate on it, print it off, take it, put it in, put it in today, but then also write something back in positivity and put it into tomorrow. That way you're eliminating all, anything that, that potentially can be construed as being negative and changing your mindset and rephrasing it and putting it back in perspective and making it the way your goal is for tomorrow. So these are the, the, the type of small things that, that I challenge people to do to mm -hmm. when, they're, when they're feeling like they can't get through it, when they still feel like it's not for them today. Because again, today might be your last day. So push, push yourself through it and also look at the, there's, there's something positive that's coming out of everything that you do. Let's not, let's take the blinders off collectively and let's push forward and find the goodness and the greatness in, in who we are and what we see in front of us because guess what we control what we see and we we control the act the thoughts we think the thoughts we think the actions we take and the visions we see that's on us and that's we control that right now mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we can take action right now and you're right we we don't know about what tomorrow holds we we have now mm-hmm and so waiting is is too long. <laughs> we we have the ability to to use this moment and seize this moment, and uh, I think it's important for us to to do just that. Procrastination, the thief of time. <laughs> mm. So you know, so there's there's so much work that you're doing mm -hmm. to motivate people and inspire them to to take ownership of their lives and to live the best version of themselves. What do you see in the next three to five years for what you're doing, where you're headed? Um, me personally, I see me me changing over a million lives. I want change. I mean, I've, I've been doing this for quite some time, and I know I'm mean, simplistic, right? One changes two, two changes four, four mm -hmm. changes eight, eight changes. Compound effect. Yeah, so it's definitely a compound effect. So I see this being a, a central message that where individuals can always review, can go back and, and revisit. I see the process, although I'm in season six, there will be 10 series, then it will be wrapped up nice and pretty and be placed into a book. The book will be available for individuals as well. I will continue to, to, to speak. I'm going to be speaking here in the end of next month at a, at a, a conference and flying to, to Mobile, Alabama. So I'm going to be speaking at speaking there on perseverance. Oh. Great, great topic. Great topic. You know, speaking on perseverance with individuals. So continuing to share a message worldwide, continue to partner with great individuals such as yourself to share a message of unity. To share a message of that we can't not not we can we shall get through this there will be there won't be a time to where we won't look back we got to look forward and it, it's not so much for me it's for my not and not so much as i have six grandbabies it's for their kids i want their society legacy legacy there, there it is i want that society to grow up and say that hey 
what the, these these pioneers that they're doing and the, what they're saying they're talking from from experience from not only what they seen but what their parents and grandparents seen and so i want i want this world to to heal itself i want our communities to get better tighter stronger i want um uh you know accountability to be there in all homes you know quit talking about it you know, I don't want to hear I, what they call it, armchair quarterback, a Monday morning quarterback. Don't talk about it. Get involved. You know, I wrote in the very first the very first message that I wrote in the series of the process in the series called The Foundation was called Air. And that, and I spelled it with an extra R because Mark Smith dares to be different. Right. So I said account. it stands for accountability, integrity, responsibility and respect. Air. Got to have the respect. That's a foundation. That is a foundation of who we should be with inside ourselves accountable. Don't blame anybody. I could have blamed that that that's that that for-profit school for closing its doors, which mm -hmm. I did. Again, I did. I blamed them and said they took something from me. No, you released me. You released me. You released the beast. You let me you let me out mm -hmm. that cage. You let me out yeah. that cage. Let me out that cage. Integrity. You know, doing the things that you're supposed to do when, when people aren't looking, you know, being being uh, it doesn't cost nothing to be to give a person a smile. It doesn't cost anything to help somebody out when you see it needs help. Being responsible. You know, I've lived in five different states. Right. I am. I am responsible for individuals who I've come in contact with in all those states that I've come come in contact with. I'm responsible to you now. We've had conversation. So mm -hmm. I I'm responsible for you, um, you know. I used to have the adage when I was a kid years ago, I used to say, not my monkey, not my circus, meaning it's not my problem. When in fact, it doesn't matter what we're looking at today is because people didn't step up and say, hey, it is my problem. I need to help figure it out. And the last and most important thing that I think is hindrance of us is that respect. Respect. I don't have to agree with everything that you say, but I owe you that, that, fac that facet to respect your opinion. I don't necessarily have to agree with it, but it shouldn't come to the point that where we're name badging on social media, we're getting on TV name badging, where we're getting into physical altercations. I'm I'm defaming you, defaming me. That's ridiculous. Agree to disagree, shake hands and walk away. Be done with it. Carry on with what you what your mission is and your goal is, and let that other person do what they need to do. So that's a core foundation: accountability, integrity, responsibility, and respect. And as soon as we all lock into that and, and, and press that in all of our communities and send that consistent, consistent message all the way around, then that's when the, that change, that comfortability of that change is going to expedite and help us all grow to another yeah. level. And I, and I hope that for anybody listening, they, they take away the word unity from this conversation, mm -hmm. from this episode because that is something that is not promoted as much as it should be. And that is, is a beautiful vision for the future of where we could be and what we could aspire to is unified because mm -hmm. a lot of sources of media would tell mm -hmm. us otherwise. And that is why it is important as individuals for us to recognize the power that we have to make change and there's power in numbers mm -hmm. coming together with one, like you said, turns into two to four to eight and so on, because that's us recognizing that we can embrace each other for our differences mm -hmm. while also being unified in our common mission mm -hmm. of service and community in the world. So I want, I want to end on a couple of questions, Mark, that people can get to know you and your mm -hmm. thinking a little bit more. Although all of your acronyms, I'm sure they've written down because they want to remember and speak them now <laughs> in the ether that they're in. But my first question is in, in uh, homage to the title of my podcast, which is Born Unbreakable, is what makes you unbreakable? Understanding that um, I'm defined by what God says, not what other people think about me. I understand the fact that I have a, a mission. I understand that I'm laser focused. And I understand that there's nothing that can stop me from, 
from reaching people who truly want to be reached. Can I change the can I change the world? Maybe not the entire world, but I have the I have the, the ability to make an impact on individuals and change legacy for, for future generations. So I'm dialed in. Absolutely. I love that. <laughs> What's something that's on your bucket list? Wow. <laughs> um, giving a speech about growth and storms and habits at Caesar's Palace. I love that. Oh, wow. <laughs> I can see that. Uh, I can see that. You have a gift and you have a way with words. And I think the more people you can get in front of to speak would be a good, would be a good thing in this world. And, and that absolutely will continue changing a lot of legacies. Okay. What about a self-limiting belief? What is a self-limiting belief that you've had to overcome? That everybody works as hard as me. Everybody works as hard as me. I, I, I thought that, that everybody had that passion and had that drive to get things done. But reality is, is no, they're quick to pass it to me and say, you're going to do it. You do it. We'll stay in the bed. You know, we won't get up at 430. You know, I, I had to realize that I had the choice to allow people to outwork me or not. And I, I would push myself and push, push others and realize others didn't have that same drive and motivation. And I had to just come to the realization that it's just, that's just the way life is. Others aren't going to, to embrace um, working as hard as I do. Mm -mm. And that is why going back to the conversation about circle and cage and designing your peer group or having a default, you have to be intentional about people that you choose around you because you have to find the people that wake up at 4.30. They're not just readily available to you, <laughs> right? That's right. That's right. That is so true. <laughs> okay. What about one of your superpowers? I can guess just based on us having this conversation, but what would you say one of your superpowers is that you're, that you're proud of that you give to the world? Motivating them to believe truly motivating them to believe, to believe that it, it, that it's possible. It is possible to overcome no matter what your situation is. Again, your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. Getting them to believe that they have a purpose. Their why is stronger than whatever they're going through, and they just need to push through that. Couldn't have said it any better. Mark, if there was one last piece of advice that you could give to anybody listening, what would that be? Their story is worth sharing, even if it only impacts one person. No matter what each of us go through, we have something that can change and help somebody else. We, have, we cannot be selfish anymore and keep those things that have occurred in our life in. Don't be, don't be ashamed of the things that have happened to you. They are learning experiences. It's what you were called to do. Your, the, the, the trials and tribulations that you've gone through, they are to help somebody else at that point in time in their life. Share those. Don't be afraid to reach out to other individuals. Take the mask off. Truly take the mask off take, and take the hat off and sit down and have a conversation and figure out how I can help my brother. How can I help my sister? How can that in turn help their family and other families to come? That's what uh, I hope individuals will do from this point forward. Oh, and I always say one person at a time. Mm -hmm. It's one person at a time. Mm -hmm. It makes a difference. It really does. And so often... I see and hear people playing small, like, oh, it doesn't matter. What's, what's my story going to do? And they don't realize the power of that. Mm -hmm. You know, so thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. But the most important question, because I know that people are walking away inspired, recognizing their value, recognizing or at least beginning to think if they haven't thought about it already, the legacy that they want to leave is how can people follow you? 
How can they can continue to connect with the work that you're doing? They can go right to my website, which is theprocessmarksmith.com. There's a section down at the bottom and you can actually go in and you can send me an email. I will get it and I'll respond right back to you. You can also, again, every other biweekly, every other Saturday, I do a, I release a brand new message on any one of my series. Again, I'm in the series of if I only knew then what I know now, which all of us can testify to. Um, I do that on star107fm.com. So again, that information is right there on my website as well. You can follow me on, on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn under Mark Smith. Uh, under Instagram as well, under Within Your Process, or 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 you can also follow me on uh, Facebook under Father and Friend. So all those uh, social media outlets, you can follow me. Just connect again. Connect with me. Allow me to, if I can't help guide you in the right way, at least give me an opportunity to help you connect with some resources to help you oh. get where you need to go. For all those who all the all the um um corporate entities that are listening to your show, I would love to have an opportunity to have a conversation about speaking to your group, speaking to speaking to you, anybody out there. If you, my messages aren't just for, for my messages are for everybody. My messages can, can help boost morale. My messages are there to take somebody inside that, that uh, office that may be struggling right now, this may be struggling and help turn that individual around and creating a, a, a solid positive environment. So just connect with me and we will work through some things that need to be worked with. That is so amazing. And thank you for inviting that. You know, sometimes people just need the invitation to be able mm -hmm. to accept. We, mm -hmm. We've come full circle with that word today, acceptance. And, uh, you know, I, I want to invite everyone to follow you on those different platforms. I'll make sure that in the show notes, those links are available so they're easily easy to access uh, for anyone. I know people have different preferences of whether you're an Instagram or a LinkedIn or a Facebook mm -hmm. person. And, you know, please don't make, you know, 10 more of these things for us to keep up with. <laughs> it is work to figure mm -hmm. out what platforms people are using. But um, I appreciate you just lending your time, your wisdom, your energy, your passion, and you're leaving a legacy right now just just by way of this conversation and because we have the 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 modern technology to capture this to people to re-listen to or you know even if somebody doesn't get to this message until next year you mm -hmm. know or next month i mean that that's the beauty of doing this work is mm -hmm. we get people at the time that they need it and and can influence them today tomorrow and in the future so thank you for for your time to be able to do this good work today thank you it's been my pleasure that was such a powerful episode with mark smith i feel so inspired and energized about my impact about the future about the teams that i work with what a messenger. I told him after the interview, he is a vessel. He is a vehicle for inspiration and change. He carries that, that wisdom and his presence and his poise is really amazing. I hope you got a lot out of this episode. I hope you wrote down those acronyms. Those are such a great way to put your head in the right space. There are many moments that I could highlight in this reflection about the episode with Mark, but there's two things that I, that I would love to, to call out. One, and you may notice that it is thematic in my own message and the people that I bring on the show. He framed it in a different way today, but this concept of do you have a circle or do you have a cage? I have not heard it framed in that way. I think that is such a neat way to look at it because it's about growth. When you have a circle, you have the ability to harness this great potential and growth. When you have a cage that's limiting, that is limiting, are you limited by the resources and the people that you choose to have around you? Or are you growing and thriving and leaning into new ideas, new opportunities in the future? Such a great question to reflect on. And the second thing 
that I would invite you to do coming away from this episode is asking yourself, what legacy are you leaving behind? What do you want that to look like? He talked about these people that have made an impact in his life from years ago that he carries their messages of wisdom and impact with him today. What message do you want people to say about you 10 years from now, 20 years from now, even when you're not here, your grandkids, students, people that you've met, perfect strangers, if they had to say the impact that you made, what would they say? What would that sound like? I want to leave you with that. I think that's a beautiful note to end on. Happy spring, everyone. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't subscribed already, please hit that follow or that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And this is one I would absolutely encourage you to share. Share this episode with someone who needs inspiration and absolutely follow Mark Smith on all his social platforms. Remember, you are your only limit. So take action today. Thanks again and tune in. Tune in, tune in, tune in because the motivation and the encouragement and the inspiration doesn't stop here. It continues as we march forward from episode 74. I believe that we're on to 75. We are making our way to almost 100. We're going to have to do something special as we celebrate moving into uh, only 25 episodes away from being at our 100th episode pretty soon, pretty soon. All right. I'll see you next time.